Hey, you made it to another episode of So What Page Beyond Bet. This is a bi-weekly tune into podcast for a great book. Good adulting advice and three real ass friends making time for reading a relatable book. Because let's be honest, the new kids and grown folks don't read directions, books, or signs in life. Join us as we dissect chapters and breakdowns on what we relate to. I'm Casey. I'm Kiki. And I'm Shan. Now let's crack this bit open. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Before we get into today's episode of So What Page We On B podcast, let me tell you about how we podcasting. We using something very easy, very free, and easy to use and distribute. We using Anchor.fm. Listen, if you're curious about starting a podcast, Anchor is a one-stop shop for all your pod needs. Easy distribution, easy hosting, 100% free. Kiki, Casey, and me can use this app all at the same time doing the same podcast. You can use it online on your computer. You can use it on the app, on Anchor, the app. It's purple. Scroll through, add the app on your phone or wherever you need to use it. You can use it on your tablet, on the go. Kiki might be in Texas, Casey might be in his business, I might be here with my kids, but we can all three use a podcast as a group, as a team. Anchor even gives you sponsorships and you can add more. So if you're interested in starting your own podcast today, go to anchor.fm slash start. Now let's get back into this book because the things that I read, honey, leg up. Back to the show. Back to the show. Welcome back to So What Page Me On Be Pod. Casey and Kiki are coming up. Just to let y'all know, we will be discussing chapters three through five. I know we said three through four two weeks ago, but Super Bowl kind of like pushed it. So we kind of went into five. So we're just going to discuss some gems from that. This is season three. Episode 3. Enjoy! Oh, my God. <laughs> so what happened with Homeboy and, and those um, binders? Um, I told him today he has to put it in the Excel report because I can't go through all that. And what he said? He said that they, 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 he can do it. He would just have to get it, get it to me by noon tomorrow. I said, all right. How he gonna get all of that in Excel? I I don't know, but he he he, he got to figure it out. That's the thing, though. His payroll provider they can put it in Excel. They don't take the time to ask them to do that. Uh, or they could do it. So his something. company doesn't even do the uh, payroll. He has somebody else doing payroll for him. A lot of them do. Most companies do because they just don't want to pay yeah. somebody out to do that. Yeah, like like they don't want to do it themselves, so they can do other things. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of companies use like ADP, mm-hmm. paycheck, paycom, mm-hmm. which which as an employee, I appreciate because girl I ain't have to wait for them W twos. Them things was uploaded and ready. Exactly. Go ahead, start your payroll service, Kiki. I work for you part time. Listen, I don't know shit about no damn payroll. I do. Mm-hmm. I'll, do I'll do that at your girl. 
So I wasn't gonna sit there and go through those grinders. Mm. That shit was so thick. That shit is for the birds. I said this man done brought her three trapper keepers. Then <laughs> at my last appointment, I asked this lady, right, like what are like 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 what are the pre-tax amount items? Mm-hmm. This fool <laughs> makes a list and she puts dental health vision HSA FSA. On paper? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, girl, I know what the pre-tax items are. I'm asking you for the amount. <laughs> and I'm sure she wrote that shit down on the post-it like child. <laughs> <laughs> she does it. Oh my god! So I took the paper and I wrote dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign. Oh my god! Like she literally gave me the name. Like, like I know what pre-tax items are. I'm, I, I, I want the amount from your gross wages. Yeah, I just feel like everybody was trying my face today. Everybody was trying today. It's, it, it was it was terrible. Mm. Yeah. I just threw the whole day away. Right, that's all right though. Gonna get my monitors and my laptop this weekend. It was a Monday. It was. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow's gonna be raining again, so just get prepped. There's gonna be raining all week. Mm-mm-mm. Up until Friday, I think. Yeah, and then Saturday. Well, it'll be in just enough time for um your um your brunch. brunch. Oh, whatever. Because y'all hoes can drink and I can't. Spicy. Well, you know, uh, I can't drink because I have children. You could if you wanted to. I mean, (laughs) don't call (laughs) D-Fax. I'm not drinking. Oh, God. Oh, you're not? Okay, well, I'm cool to that. Yeah, <laughs> he's really offended. Mm-hmm. Russian yeah. said he's gonna do a toast. <laughs> oh my god, he's gonna do a toast. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna record it too because I thought that's gonna be one real hood nigga. Oh my god, <laughs> I was like, that'll be hilarious. Oh, so like... once they have a birthday to my shorty who's carrying my seed. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> that would be so hilarious. Hmm. So, since the four of us are here, <laughs> <laughs> one whom is very hungry, by the way. Right. Baby August is always hungry. <laughs> this is our slick shady announcement. <laughs> oh, and um I told them y'all, my mother friends. Oh yeah, what they say. So Danga was like really shocked. Like he was like, bitch, what? <laughs> <laughs> bitch, you mean to tell me you was fucking with no condom and got pregnant? Right. So she called me like six times. I'm like, oh my god, I'm with the client six times. Six times. You want an answer? Okay, grab the answer, honey. Oh god. Oh my god. 
Then my, 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 my other friend was like, um, she knew. I was like, girl, no, you didn't. How right. she knew? And you wanted to know, but right. you didn't. <laughs> girl, I knew you was pregnant. I dreamed about fishing. You was in it. <laughs> the usual, the usual dream. Okay. Right. I ain't never dreamt of a damn fish. Me either. Mm. Well, tonight we are going over three through five. So I'll be honest with y'all, I forgot what I read. That is okay. But I definitely read through chapter four. I am not in chapter five yet. Okay. So I just finished chapter five today on my way to work. So <laughs> the audio. So it's nice and, and fresh. Um, well, the only fresh part is the part about Coco Chanel. Chapter that was the um role playing chapter four or three. I don't know. Chapter three was role playing. Okay. Chapter four was um body language. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so he was talking about people's character. Mm-hmm. Um, which includes the mask that we wear. Yes. Mm-hmm. The law of compulsive behavior. To summarize it, basically, um, he's saying people never just do something once. So when she be like, I never did this before, she lying. Right. Um, what else he talk about? Um, how people handle power and responsibility will tell you a lot about them because some mm-hmm. of them will act hella erratic when they under pressure and then that's when you really see what they about right oh the story about that guy with the movie with the um the movie and the the production company and the airplanes and stuff right yeah he really good at um putting a story in here right before he really go in i think that's what he did at the first chapter and that's why he was losing me a little bit yeah, I think that's the only part that I listen to is the part to where he like does a story to kind of like sum up what he just talked about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a good point that he made is some people stay true to the values they had before getting in a high position and some people don't. Mm-hmm. So like um, when it comes to people being good people, genuine people, I don't feel like you have to have like a lot of money to be that. That's just your character. And then when you get to a point where you have a hell of money, that don't mean you put the script and you just addict to everybody. So um, just really seeing somebody for their true character instead of them just flipping the switch is something everybody don't don't do. And I think, I think what stood out to me was um, how he was talking about like patterns. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's something that people tend to overlook a lot mm-hmm. when it comes to like relationships or friendships, you know, just seeing how people move and how people are so used to their pattern mm-hmm. that may never change. Oh my God. And also, like, let's say, you have, let's say you have a friend that keeps like calling you and complaining about somebody they with or somebody they um, friends with, and it's doing the same shit, and you keep pointing out the pattern. But while you pointing out the pattern, they making excuses for him. Like, 
Mm-hmm. What is the point of you calling me? That narcissistic behavior of you need to pay me attention because I'm the victim. Oh, wow. there it is. Mm-hmm. He was talking about extroverts and introverts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm such an introvert. I feel like I'm, I'm an introvert both. too. I feel like I turn that shit on and off. No, I'm an introvert with um, extrovert tendencies. Sounds about right. I'm an extrovert with people who I'm comfortable with. Yeah. And then if I don't know you, I'm not going like um, Casey the other day when what you call was going out. <laughs> right. <laughs> Drew. Oh. Yeah. He didn't feel like going. Bitch, when he went to Jacksonville, I ain't go. Mm-mm-mm. You, 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 you like just her. didn't want to go? Um, a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. And then I talked to my cousin. My cousin was like, you could have stayed with us if you wanted to bring the dogs. I was like, yeah, but I already made up in my mind I wasn't going, so mm-hmm. I stayed home. I was thinking about when you have um, friends that you can't grow with anymore. When mm-hmm. it comes to people's character, I was thinking about um, men who bash their so-called friends in order for them to look better or for them to succeed. Um, I was thinking about family who who ain't really happy for you. That's why you don't share shit or you don't share a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. It was a lot that I was thinking about when he was talking about character flaws when it comes to people being spiteful, lazy, um, prejudiced, being messy, or like having this uh, insecurities and being dishonest, that arrogance coming out of nowhere, like what's the problem? So I was like, oh. I said, I know all about these uh, character flaws. What y'all think about the um, toxic types he was talking about? Facts. The hyper perfectionist. Mm-hmm. People who what overdue. I thought about was like certain situations that I've seen or been in where like someone has like said something negative about a person that they was with. Mm-hmm. And it's like that that person is also a reflection of you. Yeah. Or you're the reason why like like these certain qualities were brought out. Or even if you have this shit to say about this person, why are y'all hanging out? Why are you always want this person? Like, why are we together, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What stuck on me was the part about shitty bosses. Ooh, I know plenty of those. (laughs) (laughs) What a coincidence. (laughs) Like, um, sir, you only show up on the 1st and the 15th and then you out the office. Like, I think every we all had our running with shitty bosses. Facts. People just just ready to collect a check. Mm-hmm. Hold on, let me grab this scavenger. The who? Oh, talking about one of the girls. Uh oh. Oh. Run, girl, run. <laughs> The whole time she ain't want nothing to drink, and then all of a sudden now she want water. Which one was that, Aria? Are you Anya? 
Um, what about girl? Right. What about the restless rebel? I've never heard of that before. Me I've never heard of it either, and I couldn't find anything to really relate that to. Shit, I got one. Uh, basically, what it is is someone that doesn't recognize the rules or think everybody everything must be on their terms. Ari, daddy. Mm. Like mm. people that be like, "Oh, you already know how I am. I just have to have it this way," or you know, it has to have this, oh. and this, and this or I'm not coming. Oh. Like, rules, the rules don't apply to them. Yeah, like shit. They're completely exempt oh. from okay. everything. You can be exempt by yourself. <laughs> You're not coming. Be like, why you ain't invite me? Because nigga, you know you didn't want to come. Right. Um, the personalizer. That was interesting. Um, they're sensitive and thoughtful, and they take everything you say personal. Oh, that's my old manager. <laughs> Uh, that's kind of me. I don't feel like you're like that, though. You're not. I mean, it depends on, I I guess, the person and, like, what the topic is. Nah, that's not you, Kiki. You don't think so? No. No. Okay, so prime example. A personal lot. No, prime example, my old manager, when you complain about the company to her, she would think that you're talking about her management style. And it's like, oh. this is ain't got shit to do with you. Yeah. Oh, no. But yeah. she takes everything that, like, every complaint that you have or every gripe that you have, it's a personal attack against her. When oh, she's yeah, not no. the person in the middle, when you're, you're not, when she's not the person you're directing it to. Do you oh, yeah, feel like sometimes people do that to deflect from the point yeah, <laughs> I feel like people just. Our people, I feel like people do that to just bring it back on them, which brings us back to fucking chapter two. I feel like everything lies on chapter two. Mm. Maybe that's why he did that first, <laughs> right? Oh God! Then you have I the. That, um, I, go ahead. I think that they that they are like insecure, and they know that they're also a part of the problem, and they use that. To deflect the problem away from them. That's a big fact too. Yeah. Become the victim. <laughs> hmm You got the um the draw bomb magnet stories to tell and shit to get into. They feed off a of drama. Oh, child. Listen, I have a Listen, they ain't got shit to talk about but somebody else's shit. Right. Tell me about your shit. <sighs> The big talker, I hate those. They always mm. talk about some shit they thinking about, but they ain't doing shit. Right. The um, local one, no. <laughs> the sexualizer, that was interesting. But the first person I thought about was Charlemagne. <laughs> where you can never have like a straight conversation with him. They always going into something sexual. Yeah. That shit is annoying. I, I still can't get over the fact that he gives D- DJ Envy his ass. A, a, whole, ass. a whole silicone of his ass. A what? And, and his nuts. You ain't see it? And the cheeks is kind of spread. I low-key want one. I'm <gasps> <laughs> Oh, God. Um, 
What else did he talk about? The pampered prince and princess. Uh, they feel superior, spoiled, privileged. They need to be taken care of. I ain't got time for that. Right. Then you have... What's that? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's a man here. Um, okay. Then they, they had the pleaser... The person that's too damn nice, very charming, and deflecting um, with like hospitality. I thought about my mom. Oh, <laughs> my mom! My mom is a pleaser person, and because she's a pleaser, it's like you can never point out a way she can improve, whether it's for her or for something she normally does. Because if you do that, she's going to feel like you're telling her she's completely wrong. Yeah. Um, the savior, you can't believe it. Um, they always find people to help. My aunt is like that. And if you don't need her help, she thinks that you basically I, don't like her. I have a friend, yeah, I have a friend like that, too. Well, like she'll 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 take offense if you don't ask her. And it's like, well, I don't need or I don't want your advice. Right. <laughs> it's like just relax. It's like awkward. Mm-mm-mm. I hated that so much. Um, the one that I didn't have anybody for is the easy mor- moralizer. Um, basically condescending to who they're with, drawn towards what they hate and lack empathy for people. I don't know nobody like that. Well, I know plenty of people who lack empathy for people. But not all these things. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. I don't know. I think you can avoid all those toxic people if you create some damn boundaries with yourself or what you about not you know what you're not about to put up with. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If you don't do that then that's what's gonna have you caught up in some shit. Yeah, but some people feel like that they have to put up with it because it's a family member or a friend. Mm-hmm. Or it's or or some people feel like they have to go through that in order to have happiness at the end. Right. That's a lie. And then goes through that whole saying of, you know, well, you know, nobody's perfect. You can't have it all and blah, blah, blah. And is that in the third? You can't have it all and ain't nobody looking for you to be perfect. But some shit you just have to grow out of. And if you're not growing, let me go. Right. Um, Chapter five. Um, He was basically speaking on the supreme desire. Um, I don't know. I really didn't get much out of that. He was um talking about we should be able to tell the difference between being positive and productive in our tendencies versus what is negative and counterproductive. So, like today, I think with Casey, that was a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Um, Casey was looking forward to more coin because. He's basically training adults that act like children at a job. And I feel like with all of this shit that you do do and you can do and the things that you are capable of doing in this job, of course, you should be paid more. 
Right. And because you were looking um, to have a meeting with uh, your manager to see what your coinage was going to be. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't extravagant, but what you did think about is you're not going to just drop and leave a job to go into something that, again, you're not really going to love and you really don't know what the downside and upside would be. So, right. So, just so like in the book, they call looking for the bigger, better deal. And like okay. today, mm-hmm. how my shit was, it was like, okay, y'all try my face with this raid. Oh, the bigger, better deal. So I was like, you know, y'all, yeah, y'all tried my face with this amount of money. I could go somewhere else. I could go somewhere else in my same field, doing the same shit, making more money. However, I don't know what it's going to be like on that side of the fence. I don't know if I'm going to be micromanaged. I don't know if the people that I work with are going to be a whole bunch of snitches. I don't know what the dress code is going to be like because (laughs) my job is dress for your day where it could be business casual. I can legit probably go ahead and get a tattoo on my face tomorrow and go on work and nobody's going to say shit to me. Whereas if I go to another job doing the same thing that I'm doing and I work there for like a year and go get a tattoo on my face, they'll probably fire me. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, you know what? I might as well just stay where I'm at, even though the coin ain't shit. Right. But I've been living off of a not shit coin for a minute and just work Mm -hmm. on my business on the side like I've been doing. And he was also saying uh, one of the keys to human nature is humans are never pleased with their circumstances. Tell them that it's human nature. Uh, Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. No, that's so true though. That no, that is really, really true. Because my mama used to when say he said that, up, like I thought about kind of like satisfied. myself because like I've always, you know, had <laughs> desires for certain things, and then you get that, and then well, well, well here comes something else you want, and you get that, and then that same cycle continues. It's like, well, well, damn. It's like, well, you gonna keep wanting shit, so you never, right. never satisfied. But in in reality, I feel like every culture is like that. Like when you see rich people shop, they right. shop the bigger, them for better deal. The shit that's already on sale, and they looking to see what the else they could get off of that, and what else they could get off of that, and how can I not pay full price for this? And do um shouldn't I be tax exempt? Like all this shit to see what they can get, but at the same time looking like they pay full for it. Mm-hmm. Because when you when you really look at how wealthy people stay wealthy is like they know all like the ins and outs of where to put their money, how to move their money, um, how to work for taxes. For instance, I was talking to this um, other podcaster last night about what they're doing in Philly as far as like bringing in all this new construction. And, and and they're buying like blocks of houses and so like there's a lot of areas in Philly that are being like gentrified out of nowhere and they offering people mm-hmm. like 80k in cash to buy their house they offering them 50k to buy their house no matter where it is in Philly right but a lot of people that live in Philly have a house in Philly don't understand that 
the uh, Pennsylvania passed mm-hmm. a law where any construction or anyone buying a house or a new construct um, this year, I think, I don't know how, how many more years it's going to go on, but they don't have to pay taxes on that property for 10 years. So basically, let's say if um, they target an old person's home to try to buy it, offer them X amount of Dang. money that they ain't never seen in their life, they probably take it. And let's say they buy a house for 150 k They can sit on it, update it, wait for that community to, you know, gentrify. And then after 10 years, they could flip that shit for quadruple what they paid for it for. But there's a lot of people in their house right now in Philly that don't know that this is the benefit of them building and bringing in new um, construction and new property. And they just sit there like, okay, this is changing. They're closing that store. They're closing this cleaners, blah, 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 blah. Because New York is running out of fucking space. And a lot of people has been, um, a lot of people's, a lot of people have been basically doing a crazy commute from um, New York to New Jersey or New York to Philly for work. But really, when you really look at the prices for their apartments and their houses and shit, it's almost getting up there with New York. But the only thing with Philly is they're not updating as fast as New York is. But it's just, if you really into buying houses and buying new construction, it's just one of those places where you can really get a lot of money for what you're trying to do right now. But it just pays to know where your benefit is for what you want to do when it comes to like real estate and things like that. So I was like, damn, that's a lot of fucking money. I was like, shit. Mm-hmm. No taxes for 10 years? And now, white shit, I feel like if they could do that, why the fuck are black people paying taxes? Oh, I think everybody not pay taxes. No, but I'm saying we shouldn't have to pay taxes. For being black? Yes. <laughs> let's, let's say this. Let's say if they don't even give us reparations. Just make us not have to pay taxes. <laughs> reparations, my friend, reparations. Because you yeah, like you already took our um properties, you already took our land, you already took all this shit from us. Like taxes. We've been in our minds. All this shit. We don't we don't even know where our family from. We don't know our real last names, none of that shit. At least that will help us get past a lot of years of being stuck in some shit, just not paying taxes. The crazy part is that black people get taxed the most. What'd you say? Black people actually pay the most taxes now. They ain't gonna work because white people, white people want their money. But it ain't their money. Yeah, it's not. It's not gonna happen because the white folks are gonna want their money. No, but shit, right. that was our work that we was putting in. And then if but it that's what they really used to be money. in control. But if you take away that, then like what power would they really right. have? Nothing. But that's I feel like everybody got like a real start by us. Girl, not then. I don't know. Okay.
They do because they still taking their property and shit. I don't and know. Down I, think, and I think the Native of Native Americans got it way worse. But they still pushing it with um, yeah. pipelines. Well, no, because they got reservations, but not all of them. And then when they protest, they are fucking build casinos and shit. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, because you know, their their yeah. kids and their generations are blended into and they high key and they high key being uh, called whatever they um, look at them as. And then you have a lot of black people that don't even know that at one point in time we were too classified right. as Indians. But you ain't heard that from me though. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't know. What else did y'all get from stimulating desires? Stimulating desires. Oh, Akiki, you don't know nothing about this because you ain't getting chapter five. Right. Stimulating yeah. desires? <laughs> She was like, what? Um, Go chapter five. Mm -hmm. I think, like I said, you know, like, I just gathered from it, like, the bigger, better deal. And, like, it to me, equated with work. Um, I kind of equated it with when I was single, the dating scene here in Atlanta. Which it was like, you know, you meet a guy or you meet a few guys and start dating. And then it's like, okay, this is cool. And then you might meet a guy that's a little bit finer than the last guy. So you dump the old guy to go to the new guy who's just a little bit finer. But that's about it. They're not as smart. They're not um, as intelligent as the other person. Or they're not into the same things that you're into. But, you know, they're good arm candy. And then you meet somebody else that, you know... That looks just as good, but their ass might be a little bit fatter. Their teeth might be a little bit whiter. And you're like, oh, let me go over here and see what they got shaking. And then this person's mm-hmm. a complete asshole. But just because they're a complete asshole, but you put up with their assholeness because mm-hmm. they fine. Then you go to then you meet somebody else who, you know, not as fine as that person, but they got a little money. <laughs> you're like, oh, okay, got a little money. Because you got to eat this, that, third, whatever, whatever, whatever. But yeah, he got the money, but he's still an asshole. You know, so it's kind of like you, 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 right? So you kind of like moving and shaking and swindling, trying to figure out, you know, not figure out what you want because yeah. you know what you want. But it's always there's always there's always going to be mm-hmm. something bigger, always going to be something better. There's always going to be somebody that looks better than the person that you're with. There's always going to be somebody that looks better than you. There's always going to be something that's out there that's better. Yeah, that's what he was talking about. Attention balance. You need to kind of sit down um, and figure out how and when to withdraw from somebody important to you in the long term. Um, He was also talking about the induction um, part where he said, we think we live in a time of great freedom, Mm -hmm. but we live in a world that's more regulated. And that's fucking true because we got fucking cameras everywhere. We got passwords for everything. Right. Something's linked to the next thing. Something's like linked to this. Somebody's checking this. And it's just like, damn. Sometimes it's kind of like, I don't wanna, I don't wanna conform to doing what everybody is doing for the sake of 
reaching out and socializing, but at the same time, if you want to uh, grow or have more reach with people, if you don't do those things, it's kind of like you cut off your hands and your, and your feet. Message that uh, whole balance thing. I was like, mm. I'm just like, right. I'm fighting. I'm fighting um, an age in a time where I just don't like people, and the people I like is my people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be bothered. You need to on the chair. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. But I like um chapter five. It was cute. I like the actual book. It's interesting. It's a lot of information. It makes you really think about the relationship yeah. and what mm-hmm. people yeah, want. Yeah, chapter five was good. Some people were on some bullshit. Some people were on shit that was never going to work. And maybe you just feel like you got out in time before you really had to deal with some shit you couldn't get out of. Yeah. <sighs> I wonder what um, six through eight gonna be about. Eat me out party twenty twenty. That'll be great. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. Thank you for listening to So What Page Be On Bed. This is Shan. Kiki, thanks you. Casey, thank you. We will be back in a couple of weeks. Read your books, people, because reading is going to keep you sane from the crazy people that surround you in public, in the workplace, in your house. Um, we will be back. Read your books. Uh, do your woosahs and get back to us in one piece. Thank you for listening to So What Page We On Bed podcast. Please Google us. Please follow us. Please like us. Please leave a comment. Thanks.